Good day, my brothers and sisters of Christ. How are you guys doing today? Finally Thursday, huh? Almost getting done with the end of the week. <laughs> so today, I'm going to speak on two things. You know, it's um, something that I saw on CNN and I'm seeing on other newscasts. I've been talking and arguing with people online. Most people agree with what I say. Okay, what I'm talking about is the Pope, the Catholic Church. Well, the Pope endorsed civil union laws for same-sex couples. Let me read you a little about it. Pope Francis had declared support for civil unions for same-sex couples for the first time, according to the Catholic News Agency. The Pope made a historic remarks in Francesco, a new documentary film directed by a Russian filmmaker. Okay. Homosexual people have right to be in a family, he said. They're children of God and have a right to a family. Nobody should be thrown out of be made miserable over it. The Pope said it in the film. He also said, what we have to create is a civil union law, the way they are legally covered, the Pope said. So, Catholic, it's one of the biggest religions out there. You know, it's head to head with Christianity. Some people consider being Catholic Christian, but you have the Catholic Christian and you have the Catholic, Catholic, like Roman Catholic. As you know, the Roman Catholic Church, the Roman, hold on, is it? okay, as so you know, the Roman Catholic Church uh, were ones that used to go after Christians. Way back, we're talking way back. But um, anyway, I just want to make this clear to everyone. We as men have no right to change God's law or his commandments. Homosexuality is against God's rules. Politics, the government might have changed the laws and granted same-sex marriages in places, but you have countries that they do not allow that. You got some countries that they know you're gay, they kill you. So, for the Pope to say he endorses it, he wants to make it a law for same-sex couples to be family. If God himself, or if God had sent one of his angels, Gabriel, or Mike, Michelangelo, or any other his angels down to him, and said, I want you to make this a new law, to say that we're going to have same sex uh, couple be family this is the word of God then you could say that then you could put that into law but God hasn't sent any of his angels down and told them hey I want you to say that you're going to have same sex family because God told me to bring it to you and for you to bring it to the world since you guys are one of the best religion no he did not say that. 
See, I, I, I'll tell you the truth. I was raised Catholic. I was raised in New York City, and everybody in New York City and, and the Northeast went to Catholic church, mostly everybody. And, you know, I, as I went down the road, as I was growing up, I, you know, I went into Christianity. You know, that's where I am now. I'm, I'm a Christian. And I follow Christ. I don't follow no man. I don't follow no pastor. I follow Christ, my Lord. Because you follow man, you're going to wind up crashing into a wall. You follow God, you're going to make it up that hill. But Catholics, Catholic Church, though, Catholic Church has had priests. And it started in Boston, I think, in 1990, 93, but these priests were abusing of the altar boards for many years. For many years, and until this day, it still happens. You gotta Google, go to Netflix, you can see documentary films, but it has happened, and what they do is they keep recycling the, the priests, basically. They'll put them in another church. And he'll continue, they'll put him overseas. There was, a, there was one from Boston, they'll put him overseas. I think it was Ecuador. He started abusing the kids in Ecuador. Then they put him somewhere else. And this goes back all the way to the Vatican. You know, you, you, you're trying to tell me that the Pope don't know what it, you know, this, that's going on? Of course he knows. They want to cover it. They want to keep it clean that the people don't be turning their backs on, the, on capitalism. It's very sketchy, sketchy the things that happen in the Catholicism, the Vatican. You know, the three kids I told you about in 1917 that seen the, the Virgin Mary appear to them. She told them some secrets and that God wasn't happy with us. You know, you can read that also on Google. You can see the films, you know, the Fatima and documentaries. You're going to see that they took hold of the last letter that the young girl that became a nun she was very old already she was dying and she before she died she wrote it on a piece of paper put it in an envelope and they said not to open it to like in the 1960s when the Catholic Church opened it she wrote like 10 sentences the Catholic Church read 52 sentences how is that? How is that? So, you know, it's a lot of skepticism that happens in, in the religion of Catholicism from the Vatican, and it's the same as politics and the government. They all have their ways and their issues. Again, I follow Christ. I mean, Christianity. The founder, Jesus Christ. CEO Jesus Christ so again don't follow man man cannot change the laws of Christ they cannot change the commandment they cannot alter the commandments God doesn't like that homosexuality is a sin it's a sin I don't care how you color it. I don't care how you change it. I don't care what you do. 
It's a sin. Man with man, woman with woman, it's a sin. Man was created for actually woman was created for man by man. God created God again, God put Adam to sleep, took a rib, and out of dust the woman came out. That's why it's man and woman. Because the woman came from man. So you know, I don't know, I just feel that it's wrong what the leaders of the Catholic Church are putting out there for people to read and to see and to think it's right. The Pope is not God. The Pope is a man like you and me. He is not God. He has no power over anyone on this in this world. He cannot heal you. You know, I'm pretty sure the Pope has his sins, which he repented. But what he's doing now is sinning, because now you're playing God. And you are a man. You have no right, no right to be God. But God have mercy on your soul. Second thing I want to speak about, it's um, about anger. You know, people, um, you know, people are fast to anger when it comes to, sorry, I'm doing two things at once, but people are fast to anger when it, when it comes to an argument, you know, if someone tells you something and you... You know, you you take it the wrong way, or you don't like what they're saying, or you trying to explain something and they don't understand what they're saying, and the anger comes. You know, whether it be with your wife or husband, or whether it be with your partner, or your even family, brothers and sisters, sisters and brothers, sisters and sisters, brothers and brothers, mother and fathers, mother and children. You know, anger is a powerful thing. You know. And Ephesians 4.29, it says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. That's just Ephesians 4.29. See, when you are tempted to say something unwholesome or unkind, you must stop. When we are hurting, angry, frustrated it is tempting to let corrupt words come from our mouths instead we should strive to speak only words that uplift and bless others so before you speak consider if the words that you are preparing to speak are edifying or corrupt do they extend grace to those listening or do they wound God's word tells us that what comes out of our mouth is a reflection of our hearts. So let our words show others we love Jesus. Remember, God's word tells us that what comes out of our mouth is a reflection of our hearts. So let your word show others we love Jesus. 
Be slow to your anger, my friends. Be slow to anger. It's not worth it at the end. Like they say, uh, that saying, uh, a slip of the lip can sink a ship. Words are more powerful than a bullet. Because the words that you say now can hurt. It can hurt people for years to come. A 10 minute conversation in anger. Can have a 10 year reflection. How do you feel about that? You can end friendships, family, loved ones. You know, Romans 2020, sorry, Romans 12:21. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good you know let me tell you the story when David was a teenager his older brother Elab spoke to him in the most condensed, condescending disrespectful and accustomary way in front of others and David was king you can read that in Samuel 17 28 I'm not lying to you so rest assured that David felt like telling his brother off but he kept his mouth closed turned away and walked away. Seeing such self-discipline, it's no wonder God entrusted David to do great things. So, you know that if you argue long enough with someone, you're going to say things you regret later. Like I said, a 10-minute argument can set a relationship back 10 years. You have to learn to walk away. You're not going to accomplish anything positive in a heated, disrespectful, continuous situation. Let them have the last word, and you keep your peace. The scripture says that you overcome evil with good. You don't overcome disrespect with more disrespect, or overcome insult with insult, or overcome shouting with more shouting you do it by staying respectful you'll be the first to walk away just turn your back and walk ask yourself what would Jesus do you see a lot of relationships husband and wife boyfriend and girlfriend fiancés you know a lot of those relationships will last longer if you just choose your words, put God first, ask God to put wisdom and swirl in your heart and your mind and spirit. Even if the other person is wrong, just don't argue it. You know. There's these shows on TV, these reality shows, and there's a show that I think it's, it's 90 Day Fiance. The man lives in Nigeria, the woman is an American. 
people from other countries like Africa, uh, Saudi Arabia, you know, these Muslim countries, um, some Latino countries, the woman is supposed to submit to the man. It's not a 50-50. And, you know, there's people that say, oh, uh, God made us all equal. He did. We all equal in God's eyes. All lives matter. Hashtag all lives matter. But Ephesians 5.22 to 24 in the Bible says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body and is himself its savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. First Peter three one to seven. Likewise, wives be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some do not obey the word, they may be won without a word by the conduct of their wives. When they see your respectful and pure in conduct, do not let your adorning be external the braiding of hair and the putting on a gold jewelry or the clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. For this is how the holy woman who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their own husbands. 1 Timothy 2, 11-12 Let a woman learn quietly with all submissiveness. I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. Genesis 3.16 To the woman he said, God said this to the woman, I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing, in pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. So, I can go on and on. It's in all parts of the Bible. I'm not trying to tell you guys to go out there and start whipping your wives and <laughs> telling them that they have to do what you guys have to say. It doesn't really work that way in the world. In God's rules, in this world, let me tell you another thing that you guys probably don't know some type of history. There was a time that woman in the United States, that woman couldn't even get a credit card. They couldn't get a car, they couldn't get a house. They couldn't even open a bank account. You know, women, little by little, started getting their rights. And now, you know, then they wanted to vote. They wanted to be equal to the man. Which they think there's women in the world considering themselves equal to the man. 
They want to do everything a man wants to do. They're firefighters now. They play some type of football, whether it be in the NFL. Right now, you have some coaches and managers that are women in the NFL. Would they play against men in the NFL? I don't think that will ever happen, but hey, it's America. So, I'm not a womanizer, or whatever they say, they, whatever that's called. I'm not out there attacking the woman. I just want to women to know their place. You know, in God's book, in the Bible. I'm not, um, when I speak to you about it, when we read about it or anything, know that I take it from the Bible. The Holy Spirit guides me. And everything that I tell you is from the heart, from the Bible, or things that I read, or, you know, things that God puts in me to speak. God doesn't give me anything that He does not want me to speak about. You know, I would... Um, on a personal level, I was having a discussion with my wife since last night. It got a little bit heated, and that's why I say you have to be careful with what you speak. Your words can damage forever. Um, I know this from past things that I've been through, your words can damage forever. You will never forget a word. You curse somebody out and you tell them things that hurt you, then you're never going to forget that. It's always going to be in you. You know, and another thing God says, do not go angry to bed without reconciling your differences with your spouse. Again, surround yourself with the Word of God. You know, I, I went to sleep and when I woke up this morning, I had a whole bunch of messages and it's messages from the Bible that God sends me. I subscribe to Bible things, emails from, from Christian forums, you know, and they all came back, be slow to anger, the words, of 10 minutes can do damage of 10 years. You know, God watches over you the same way He watches over me. God would not let you fail. And I have faith, or I, and I always have faith in God. Or I live on faith. Always. You know, God does not fail you, He will not fail you. He will close the door and have another one open for you. He will put you from one path to another. You, you have a purpose in this world. Same way I have a purpose in this world. And we're all humans. We're all going to go through obstacles. And the evil one is going to try to, you know, try to move us to another place. And, you know, I know people fighting demons every day. And I fight demons every day. And the evil man tries. He tries. And, uh, he would he would try to destroy your marriage. He would just try to destroy your business. You have to stay in the word of Christ. He will protect you. God will send his angels to fight your spiritual war. Don't you know that there's a spiritual war always going on when you go to sleep? 
When you go to sleep, your spirit is relaxed. Believe it or not, your spirit raises. And it's cared over by God. God will put dreams in you. You know, the young ones will prophesize. When you're blessed by the Holy Spirit, I told you, you're going to have different gifts. It's either going to be healing, or you could be a peacemaker. You know, be meek, and the kingdom of heaven is yours. Follow Jesus, man. Believe in Jesus. Believe in him. Have faith in him. Believe in him. Even though you die, you shall live. Dying is gaining. Gaining is living in Jesus Christ. So, what I spoke in the beginning, do not listen to man. I don't care who he is. President, Pope, I don't care. He is not God. Only God can change the laws of, the, of him, the Father. His law, his rules. The Bible. Basically, if you saying what you're saying, Mr. Pope, you adding to the Bible. But who are you? There's only one author, one writer, and that's Jesus Christ. Every single person who wrote in those in those books were guided by the Lord. From Genesis to Revelations. And everything in that Bible has come true and it's gonna come true too. To Revelations. You will have dreams about it. I'll tell you the truth. On my life, God has given me dreams of the end. I have seen it. I already had two dreams about it. So it's going to be scary for those that don't follow God, for all those that are raised against God, for all those that speak bad about God, for all you sinners that don't repent. Follow God's laws. Repent your sins. He will bless you on and bless you on. Wives, submit to your husband. Don't live, don't live for the world. Live for God. Like I told you before, would you rather stand with the world and be judged by God? Or stand with God and see the world get judged? Get the t-shirt. Because Jesus is coming at the right hand of the Father. We will all be judged. We will all be judged. But those who repent and accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior will be saved. There's a big table up there to have a feast. And He will feed us. Our Father. So please, people, read your Bibles. Like I always say, read the gospel of Jesus Christ accept him as your Lord and Savior repent your sins and ask him what you need in faith ask him what you need he will give it to you 
He protects you. He watches over you. He's our father. He does it to me. I'm living witness. He does it to me. There are many times I was going to stop this podcast because I know many don't listen. But God didn't want that. He told me, no, you keep on. For the day I stop preaching is the day that the, that God has come. My words in this podcast will go on forever. Unless there's a, a hacker that erases everything even through even when I live with Jesus my words will be in this podcast so remember what I tell you God is watching us he is not happy with us and if we don't change our ways his wrath will come we've been warned already about that and years ago, decades ago, 1917, we were warned about it. 1960, we were warned about it. 1968, we were warned about it. The Vatican has the, the, the letter from the nun that was that seen the Virgin Mary when she was a young one. People are scared to tell you the truth. And that's a problem. That's a problem because people go to these church, to these temples. You know, they watch it on TV and they follow these pastors that doesn't tell you the truth. Tell the people the truth. Guide them in the right direction. Don't guide them in the in the. Don't put them to the woods and have no entity. Go up that mountain with your congregation. Go up. If you with God, He will get you through that mountain. God is not going to fail you. I said it time and time again. If you have a church and you put your faith in God, then you know God is going to get you through whatever. The other day I saw a pastor online. And he said, believing in God, well, I think God is with us, you know. There's no I think. When it comes to God, there's no I think, there's no but. And remember, God doesn't have a last name, so that God with a, and with a D-A-M, that's not his last name. So people stop saying that. Piss me off every time I hear this heart, sorry. Supposed to. Rethink my words and I apologize for that. It's just wrong. I protect my father to the fullest. Father God knows that, that when it comes to him, sometimes I go out of character and he wants me to stay in my character and the person that he made me. I've always been a humble, shy person. Sometimes, you know, the anger makes me a different person but I'm, I'm not a bad person and I'm sure you're not a bad person you know when some people when they lose someone and things happen in their life they blame God there's people that blame COVID-19 on God you know and it's not you know it's not God when I lost my mom I was, I was sad you know 
I cried for years. To years I still cry. <laughs> I'm an old guy now and I still cry for my mom. She was my best friend. So, you know, I never blame God for taking my mom, for taking my family. I always pray for blessings over my family and my friends. God is not there to hurt you. God is there to get you through the worldly problems. Believe in God. Believe in Him. Accept Him. Let Him soften your heart. Let Him re, you know, like reboot your spirit and mind. Control delete. So you can reboot. Live in Christ. I pray to the Lord that your businesses prosper and that God covers you through this time that we're going through of this COVID 19 and what is to come. May He guide us through these elections that the right leader could come to the White House and be the president that this nation needs. Remember, the president is not God. He's just the leader of the free world. You have to have somebody with a right mind to rule over the people not a child that doesn't know what he's doing yes Jesus wants us to be like children but not behaving like children he wants us to be like children because children are curious and he wants us to be curious in his word and we go after it so I pray that he gives us New minds, soften your hearts and renew your spirits. Be slow to anger people. Cherish your relationships with your friend, with your family, with your wife, with your children. And always, always walk with God. May the Holy Spirit bless you and protect you. Remember, mask always six feet apart, always. And wash your hands for 20 seconds every time you go in and out of the house. Even when you get a package through FedEx and UPS, you should wash your hands. These people, these scientists, the government does, still doesn't have control of the COVID-19. They have no idea how this, how more it spreads. You know, people say six feet apart. Some people say nine feet apart. I see people out there that wear, they don't even wear masks. Other day I saw a church, uh, a church I'm not going to say their name, but they were in social distancing and they didn't have masks. You know, and I don't know, I think pastors and priests and I have church just do it online. Let people watch it online. I know a lot of them do it because they want to 
collect and bring money in, you know, but it's not about money, it's about saving lives. You do it online, if people want to give, they give. If they don't, they don't. Let God put it in their heart. Remember, when the old lady at the market gave the Lord two coins, and someone said, oh, she only gave you two coins, and God said, it's easier her to enter the kingdom of heaven than a rich man is. It's easier for a camel to go through a hole of a needle than a rich man is to enter the kingdom of heaven. So don't think that's because you people got money that you can buy yourself into heaven. It doesn't work that way. When you leave, you, you take nothing with you. Nothing. Just your body. Your soul goes up. Your body comes later after. Jesus gives you your body back. Remember, when you die, you're going to wait for God, for Jesus, to raise you. Raise you and go to Him. And He will do the rapture. All His people will go to heaven while the people that left behind will be judged. So, please, please believe in the Lord and follow His rules and laws. I pray for blessings for all of you, all of my family and friends, all of my brothers and sisters, Thank you, thank you, and God bless.